0: Blitzers, and loyal listeners, (laughs) and you loyal listeners, welcome back to week six, the episode of the Blitz Flagcast. I am your commissioner, Kevin Langevin, hello everybody, and I'm here proudly joined by your former commissioner and our host, Bruce Wallace. Bruce? Hi. 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 Here. So we made it. One more week to go in the regular season. Crazy. Right there. We say this literally every single season. Blink of an eye.
1: It's gone. It flies by. So in today's show, we will uh, award yet another fantasy winner. We'll talk Mm -hmm. about the playoff structure once again, because people keep asking. We will also talk about award finalists. You and me, just have a little conversation for a change. It'd be cool. And how uh, they get nominated and selected. And we'll do a quick rundown of the standings. Who's in first and all that stuff, but first let's start with recaps. This is Kevin's segment. Kev, are you ready for to tell the people what happened?
0: I'm ready, I think I'm ready. Alright. they don't know, they're
1: about to know. If you don't know, now you know. The week six started with what was expected to be a good one. Yeah. Uh but it wasn't, sadly. Uh Kev, no. tell us about the shotgunners against the scorgasms or
0: scoregasms. The scorgasms, well. Um yeah, everybody thought this would be a great one. I mean I'm, I'm I'm sure it would be the next time around. Yeah. But uh, this one was all shotgun us. Um, let's see. Where where do we even start? Hambone scored. Um, he scored early. Uh, junior scored first. So Scorgasms did take the lead. And then I'm pretty sure Walkley scored after that to take it. Didn't they go? I think they went up twelve nothing. Um, and then she says Yep, David Hamilton scored after that to make it seven to twelve, and then, <clears throat> um, who was it? I think it was Twist. Two plays later, had a pick six, and ever since then, uh, I think that's where the momentum completely changed. The Shotgunners did not look back. Um, after that pick six, it was fourteen to twelve, and then there was a shovel pass to make it twenty-one to twelve at halftime. Shotgunners. Um, I think Junior after a Jerry Brown interception scored um, That was their only other score for the Scorgasms They had 19 on the day But Hambone scored, Lucas scored, Allen scored um, David scored another one Um, I think that was his fourth of the day Um, He had three or four touchdowns in the day But yeah, Shotgun has rolled They won this one 41-19 But not a lot of people saw this coming. But shotgun is uh, maybe they're the real deal this year.
1: So, next on the docket, uh, FTB taking on, they were going to this game. They were the number one offensive points per game team in the league. And coming into this game, they're taking on the number two OPP. Oh boy. Was Nightmare. Right behind them. The record wasn't indicative of
0: that, but no.
1: How did this one play out?
0: This one played out high scoring. Ooh, it was. Yeah, almost eighty points for total. That's a lot uh, of point. Yeah, uh, I, I actually showed up near the end of this game. <coughs> um, but George, I know George Notini had one hell of a day. Um, he had ten catches on the day, three touchdowns, a pick six, three tackles. He was everywhere. Um, but yeah, it was back and forth. Uh, I know George scored first or George scored early, um, after a Mike K touchdown. Um, so it was seven, six nightmare early. And then Yeba scored after that, make 13 to 12, 13 to six. Um, Oh, that was his pick six. <clears throat> oh yeah. That was his pick six. You're right. From the one yard line. Just put yeah. his hand right to his. Whoop. Yep.
1: Walked in um, shortest pick six ever.
0: Yeah, I think that made it 13 7. And then George had a nice, nice catch in the end zone. Um, a snag right in front of, I think it was, I don't remember who it was, but George scored again. Um, made it 13 13. Got the extra point up 14 um, 13. But then flipped the board, flipped the bird. Um, Jacob scored, made it 19 14. And then Notini got his pick six right before halftime to go up 25-14 at the half. Notini show, again, first play out of the box. Notini, touchdown, 32-14. to 14. Um, But Nightmare didn't didn't go down without a fight. I think Tyler, right next play, had a 60-yard touchdown, McDaniels. Two plays, um, halftime. Two yeah, play, two plays, two half-time. scores. Yep. Um. That made it 32-20. And then I think McDaniels had another one to make it 32-26. 27-30, wait, 32-27 because I got the extra point. Um, and then McDaniels, no, George scored again. It was a, a two-point conversion return. So pick two. He was everywhere. He was a highlight real day for him. Um, and then Tyler McDaniels, his third with two minutes left. Scored another one making it 33 to 34 and then George scored again with a minute 30 left to go up 40 to 33 um, and then I think it was Siemens scored with like a minute 10 to just make it 39 to 40 and they did not get the extra point and then flip the bird had the ball they just had to kneel it out how it did his little clock management, slid right over the end zone, right over the first down marker to seal it. 40 39. That one was long, but it was interesting. There was a lot of scoring. Game of the week. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. McDaniels, the McDaniels George show in the, in the second half.
1: All right, let's switch gears. Speed up the pace a little bit. America's Children yep. against the upstart Rising Spartans. Yep. yep. Uh, not be remiss uh, for Game <clears throat> Yes. Six was a week. Halloween week, so wear a costume, get a
0: stat. That's right. And the children took full advantage of that. Yep, children had Corey and Scally and Glassman wearing costumes. It's all uh, playing. All playing. And all of them had a day. Um, yeah, this one... Uh, I mean, Cor- Corey scored early. <clears throat> Corey and Keto. So, I mean, so Aiden's ca- Aiden came back for the Spartans. Keno had... I think two plays for two touchdowns in the first half gave them a little bit of momentum he was rolling they went up six nothing then Corey scored to make it six six um i think Kino scored after that to make it 14 to six because they went for two
1: Kino had two 60 yard touchdowns yeah
0: those were like back to back too so he was dying <laughs> um and then scally ended up scoring to make it 14 to 12 and they got their two point conversion um, fourteen, fourteen, and then Hussey scored a deep bomb, um, a deep ball. That was a good ball. Uh, one of Aiden's. I don't want to say a few great balls, but he's got he has got a great deep ball when it's there. Anyways, twenty to twenty at halftime. So we had a good one. Um, yeah, what we thought maybe an upset, but then America's Soldier woke up. Um. It was 27. I think Huncho scored the only other touchdown in the second half for the Spartans. They had 28 total. Um, Not too bad. Not too bad for them. But American Children went off. Corey scored. Scal scored a couple in the second half. Um, Scally had three more touchdowns. Pat throwing six. 40 to 28. American Children take the dub.
1: I can't express enough how... Uh, much better the Spartans are doing This is actually pretty insane
0: they are. It's a, it's good to see them like Getting chemistry and going it's in the, the right direction And cup. not getting worse uh, It
1: was the highest point total of the season <clears throat> It was, yeah uh, So next game was a blowout on paper Flagnado most wanted, make it snappy
0: It was, and it was a blowout Jason had 8, eight catches for 3 touchdowns Jay is The Michelin The Michelin show It was 20 to 6 at halftime. Um, Most wanted missing their quarterback big time. Um, But I don't know. Jason, eight catches. Cruz had five. Pat had four. Pat who? Nineteen year old Pat? Pat. Old Pat. Old Pat. Pat, I'll say it. Old Pat. OG Flagnado. Yep. It was uh, 39 to 6 Flagnado. Timmy threw six touchdowns. Rolling like he always does. Uh, yeah, Flagnado took this one easily. They controlled the whole whole game.
1: Yeah. Alright, so we got two games left. Second to last game matchup uh, was um, mm-hmm. at the time <clears throat> Yep. Both of them on the second leg of their doubleheader was most wanted playing back-to-back against the Spartans. That's what right. happened?
0: I think, that, uh, I think that the little break for the Spartans might have hurt them. Um, mm-hmm. They did put up a goose egg this game. Uh, Huncho did come out to play. He had eight catches. He was everywhere. Four tackles and a pick. Um, but they didn't get to score. Most Wanted coming right off their game. They were still warm, but they're 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 tired. Um, you tell they're playing clock management. They went up nineteen nothing early, and that was at halftime. And then clock management the rest of the game. Nobody scored. <clears throat> Cam had six tackles and a pick. He's playing most quarterback for Most Wanted. Um, Arch, Arch Balts back He had five catches Two touchdowns But uh Most wanted won this one
1: 19-0 Somewhat anticlimactic So Yeah a
0: little bit I, I didn't get
1: to see Any of this game The Vikings beans, At one o'clock
0: Yep This one was A little bit It was kind of similar To the game before I'd say Like the Spartans most wanted Um Both teams hurting for people People coming late Um, I think it was like 6-on-6 Pretty much with a couple people injured Um, Eric showed up late but he threw three touchdown passes JJ had a touchdown Stretch had a touchdown Um, But it wasn't enough for the Vikings Nash scored early Uh, I think Stretch both scored Stretch and Nash scored early Um, Vikings were up 7-6 and then Canada, Kyle Canada scored his hundredth touchdown of his <laughs> career, a deep deep ball tiptoe. Um, that put them up 13 to six. And then JJ had a nice touchdown, put them back within a point. But uh, after this, it was kind of just the Viking show, and they played clock management like they did in the old days. Uh, they were hurting. I think they only had six people. But Martell scored and Dane scored right before halftime to go up 27 to 12. And then there was only two scores in the second half. Um, Nash scored his second of the day. Um, and Mr. Flacco scored for Goya Beans. But it was a quiet day, a quiet afternoon. Clock mm-hmm. management for the Vikings, you could tell they were all waiting for the play clock to get to one before they snapped it. And it worked. They won 33-18. Vikings stay and secure the one seed still five and one so
1: that concludes week six that's right one more week of these recaps and then uh playoffs start playoffs playoffs you kidding me love Uh, it you're excited for playoffs i love the
0: playoffs oh yeah especially this year's playoffs i feel like it's a little more i mean every game already means a lot but i feel like this this year is a little more meaningful because there's less teams so like the brackets are smaller so each game i guess means a little more i don't know if it makes any sense to you
1: uh every
0: game yeah of course a playoff game everything means but like you win a playoff game and you're moving almost to like the finals in a bracket so yeah it's true
1: so i think that's a great time to take a break yes so let's get on the other side of the commercials and then we'll come talk about playoffs do it so hang tight Oh, yeah, you? Some. Um, they asked me to bend stuff a lot. I can see that. What? It's Lois. She's in trouble. Did you look through that building? Well, kind of. It's glass. Lois! Superman, I've forgotten my wallet. I can't carry money in this. I'm powerless. I'm not.
0: I hear it.
1: You can do more with the American
0: Express card. Could you? for my kid. Back to our program.
1: Thank you so much for those wonderful Superman ads, Jerry. So, Mm Kevy, this is usually where we talk to a guest. But I looked into Spotify Analytics, and they tell us that the guest segments are everyone's favorite. But um, people want to know what's going on in two weeks, so we're going to skip that this week. And once again, we're going to talk about playoffs, continue on. But, um... Can we just do a quick recap and update? We're going to spend a whole segment on this. Yeah. So what do you say? Let's get going.
0: Do it. So we've we've talked about it in parts of each of the last couple episodes, but let's dig deep into how the structure of uh, working this season. So we had just 10 teams, our small season since 2012, um, since the advent of the B playoffs. The B playoffs, which everyone near and dear to their heart, so we well, can't just
1: lose them and move on. No. So we're keeping them. More weeks equals more games, more bang for your bucks. It
0: That's... doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't mean like oh, you B playoffs. No. no, it's just games. You have to play more games. It's like the playing tournament, right? Yes, exactly. So the B playoffs yeah. will start November 11th. Mark your calendars, November 11th at 8 a.m. Easy peasy. Yeah. The teams participating will be the six teams with the worst record. And that means the top four teams will earn a bye to yeah. go straight into the A's yep. goals, and goals which will be the following week November 18th. That's right. Yeah. So on top the four teams will be the two division winners. They get spots automatically into the A's and the rest will be a free-for-all just like your fantasy football league. Think of the B's as yeah, the play-in tournament.
1: Yeah, you already said that so um, that's a hot term. It is. <laughs> so nice it we're is. Rolling.
0: We're rolling with it. Um, if the end of the season was right now, we yeah, have the Vikings in first place in the Superman Conference and Flip the Bird in first place of the Luther Conference. So they're both in right now. And then,
1: uh, sorry to interrupt, but the next two teams after that, the A's automatically Shotgunners some flag NATO mm-hmm. for the the A's, both of whom have four wins, and they hold divisional wins record over the Scorgasms, because they also have a loss in right. the division. Right. So that points don't matter.
0: Yeah. Right. Exactly. So the bottom six would start with the Scorgasms and Goya Beans, getting the buys in the B bracket, and of course this is an example because not every team has played the same amount of games yet, so. This won't be official until Monday of next week. And we can start
1: all over, but you get, everyone gets a point. Right. Uh, make it simple. Six Bs. Top two advance the A's. That's normal. And then the A's will be six teams also. Right. And the A's. top two teams get your buys. So bing, bang, boom.
0: We're yes. Good. Easy peasy.
1: All right, so we got that done. We're done with that for now. Let's switch gears. Uh, Let's talk award nominees or fantasy winners. What are you
0: thinking? Ooh, uh, fantasy, because it's quicker. And then we can come back and break uh, from the break and talk about awards as long as uh, we want and drop the big bomb on the final segment. All right, let's do it. Fantasy,
1: um, heading into week six Sean McGrath, Timmy Michelini, and Mike Kimmy.
0: They're in the lead for the top three spots. But they're all separated by just twelve measly fantasy twelve points. Yep, and then there's Chris Burns and Bailey Kucher of Goya Beans, who are a bit off the lead, but with another big week, could easily work their way back, right back in there. Uh,
1: so week six, we had another week, week with an A. Yep. Week. Yep. For uh, only four people played, so only one of the well, only one person didn't
0: make the top three, which is really sad we have to talk about it but we still do because we care yeah <laughs> then the, the winner of the prize money that stands to make a whopping four dollars yep, that's hey. enough for a pumpkin ice spice on the house if you want money is money man take the four bucks. Right. Yep. so in
1: third place with a tough score of just 53 points was Shane who we haven't seen this season but he still likes to play because he's part of the squad that's right tough showing for him because three of his picks didn't even show up for the game Uh, but still got 53 points to work his way to the leaderboard
0: wow and Mm -hmm. second place with a total of 72 points was Mr. Jerry Brown of Scorgasms and he had uh two players with goose eggs in his lineup so that brings us to
1: the first place person with a massive pot of four dollars is Timmy Michelini Timmy His, his perfect lineup racked up 100 118 points dang He, of course, picked Jason, his brother, and threw him the ball a bunch, so that helped. Also picked Junior and Mike Cami, who all had huge weeks. So congrats, Timmy. Working your way up to the leaderboard, Kevin will then make you the money, that's
0: you. Yes. That's right, and now? You done did it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Congrats, Timmy. Timmy! He was saying every time he threw it to to Jason, he was like, he's on my fantasy team. I kind (laughs) of saw that coming. Yeah. Well, and now, well, let's take that break pay some bills. Right. AT&T is sponsoring the next segment, so stay tuned because it's a big one. Mm. Gosh, Clark, we've got to get back to the office and call London before the meeting's over. Taxi! With the AT&T card, your people have the power to handle business better. Tax- from anywhere
1: to anywhere.
0: Come on, Clark.
1: Uh, it's okay, though. Everything's taken care
0: of. You always disappear in an emergency. Order the ATT Guard, it gives your people enormous abilities. Now, back to our program. And we're back. Let's start with Week Six Players of the Week. All right, and yes. Go. Uh, that was so fast. I... <laughs> <laughs> yep. Let's make it snappy. No time for the shenanigans, huh? So okay, the okay. Third star of the week goes to David Hamilton of the Shotgunners. <sighs> yeah. He won a big rivalry game um, I guess the top squad with eight receptions and three touchdowns. They wouldn't have won it. They probably wouldn't have won it without. Probably not. So, I'll do your second star
1: of the week now that I have it pulled up. This one's going to surprise people. Dave Landmark's children. <gasps> didn't surprise me. He, he, you, you seemed to. I know. saw it. He didn't light up a stat sheet like the other people, but he did make an insane diving catch. And when she came down, his head smashed into the ground. And he got concussed.
0: Yeah, it was shocked the world everywhere. We yeah. all saw it.
1: Yeah, so he took a few plays off. But then he came back. He forced a fumble and then picked off a pass. <laughs> yeah. So, today, day, seven receptions, one touchdown one one forced fumble
0: and one concussion that's right also oh. player well well that's going to bring me to the player of the week then who coincidentally played in the game of the week this man hauled in 10 catches three touchdowns three tackles one interception and one defensive touchdown congrats george Nottini. George congratulations congrats yep you were everywhere
1: George with this honor um, you can come to the Blitz Pro Shop which you can find across from the Porta Potty at the field and come pick up your Player of the Week trophy (laughs) yes you can make sure you said that
0: you won and the receptionist there or whatever will (laughs) give you
1: so talk about awards let's do them
0: yeah last season we put the ballots online for everyone to vote and uh, it worked out pretty good I think
1: yeah, so we're gonna do it again. Yep. After next week, we're gonna put the ballots on, and you guys just vote.
0: Let's do it. Yep. Exactly. It worked great. And then, if there's any really really close ones, it kind of goes to like the committee. The refs Yeah. Oh, Which is a pretty so, big committee.
1: Let's. Um. This episode is getting very long, so let's. Um. Talk MVP.
0: Oh. who's us it. MVP discussion. Let's see. You got Michelini I guess either of them. They're always in there. Wentz, Adam Wentzel from the Vikings, maybe. Notini. Uh, Welcome back. Um, Let's see. Tyler McDaniels. I feel like he's scoring four touchdowns a game for Nightmare.
1: Yeah, those are... uh, So, my grading is I always put
0: uh, MVP guys that play both ways. Oh, yeah.
1: Because, you know, the the NFL's MVP has become like a quarterback award.
0: It is, but we have our quarterback award, so...
1: Oh, <laughs> good uh, segue there. <laughs> you like that? So in our discussion, we got Timmy, obviously. Yeah. Chris Burns. Yeah. Eric Rose. Dylan LaPlante, who currently leads the league. And, of course, Derek Riley. Yeah. Uh, and then you got Jake on the Vikings, the number one seed. But he's missed two games, so I don't know if he's he got the ball.
0: He could always be a fill-in, right? So, yeah. uh, what about people they throw it to? The offense player of the year? We got Scally, huh? Jerry, yeah, yeah. JJ, maybe Gavin of Nightmare. I mean, when he shows up, he plays. He balls. My cow, hey. he's balling this year. He's throwing, running, catching,
1: yeah. doing it all. Exactly. Uh, if it wasn't for Notini, he'd probably be in that MVP discussion. He still might be. It's still early. The, the Jerry's still out. These are all willing to move, but this is our way too early discussion. Oh, yeah. So uh, let's do defensive. You want to do defensive? Sure. Go ahead. You're a defensive guy. Sure.
0: CJ Burke, flag NATO, rookie guy coming in. He's killing it on defense. D, he's always everywhere. Nutini, Mr. Pickman himself. Leon, he's Mr. Pickman on for nightmare. Chris Lucas, the tackle machine. Does it? He might lead the league in tackles this year so far. I yeah, he her. does, actually. Yeah, you're right. So. And then this one's weird. If we, When we talk about rookies,
1: uh, because we only have like seven yeah there we aren't do. many yeah everyone's a, pretty much a vet yeah we got but go ahead,
0: yeah. go ahead you can do it the name no, the rookies?
1: I, I like you naming the rookies because I like you saying names oh we do have
0: CJ Burke again Flagnado, yeah. balling everywhere defensively awesome Riley Burke his brother same team he's balling on offense other side of the other side of the ball um Eric Hussey. Stepping up, coming in jeans, playing receiver, playing quarterback when he has to, making crazy catches. Throwing missiles. Yeah, throwing it. bombs. And then we got.
1: That game, Aiden missed. He threw one from the one all the way to the five. Yeah, oh yeah.
0: Yep. The 50 six in zero. the air for three hours. Yeah. Um, who else? Elijah, Mr. Saucy, Flip the Bird. He's, he's a game changer when he's there. And then
1: Art, I would put in there, probably, too, also on Flip
0: to Bird. Yeah, definitely. He's also missed, I think, two games. Yeah, he's missed a couple games. Maybe
1: two or three. But, yeah, it's still up for debate. So, here's the big news. We're going to drop this bomb. So, in, at the end of the season, we talked about this in the summer, but I had some issues that wasn't able to allow this. So, now let's do it at a turkey tournament. Let's do a turkey
0: tournament at turkey the end of the day. season. Let's do it, the Turkey Tournament. I like it. November twenty-fifth. November twenty-fifth. The first Saturday after the season ends. So Blitz isn't out of the veins yet. The Blitz Blood is still running. Still playing. What's another week? Exactly. Just tell the like oh it's another week of playoffs. Yep, we'll have eight teams and they'll compete in a all day tournament to decide who secures the bag. Sixty four players. 40, pers- 40 bucks per person in an all-out draft tournament. Winners take all, minus the ref and permit fees, of course. Um, we will be selecting eight quarterbacks who will then meet at a bar or Zoom, however we do the draft, and draft their teams over a live feed and see who is chosen and where they are going. We've done it in the past. It's been great. Yes. If you're part of the finals in the Blitz Fest, then you'll be granted fee, uh, free admission and automatic entry. Um, we have a list, and I'm sure you know who you are. Mm-hmm. Sign-ups will be available online next week, so stay tuned for more updates. All right? Ooh. The Blitz that's it. Turkey Day Tournament. Gobble, gobble. do get that money. Gobble. That's right. Um, so that's the big news. We dropped yep. it. So There's the bomb. Is- we dropped it. So we're just going to leave. We're going to run. Drop the bomb and run. Okay. (laughs) So that concludes another (laughs) episode of the Blitz Blackcast. Thank you for tuning in, and thanks for caring. If you do, we feel it. We'll see you on the field for the regular season finale on Saturday. Bundle up. I think it's going to be a little chilly. Oh, thank you.